You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is ESPN Radio's Barton Hahn Podcast. It's Martin Hahn on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. We got our feet up. We're we're drinking the eggnog to celebrate the Christmas season. Jets fans are drinking the eggnog to forget what they saw last night. And I'm here to say one definitive statement you need to know. None of this is Zach Wilson's fault. Spartan Hunt on ESPN Radio. He's Q Myers. I'm Jason Fitz. We're going to be with you hanging out. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. You can get in on the phone lines. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The ever-sensual Randy Scott did a great job, by the way, holding down the fort earlier. Just stuck his head in the studio. And Q, here, here we go. Jets fans want to stack the lines. They can. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Talk it out. But I'm here to tell you, it ain't Zach Wilson's fault. See. It's not all Zach Wilson's fault, but there's definitely some blame to go with the quarterback. I mean, there's definitely some issues that's going on with Zach Wilson, and he's got to take some kind of responsibility and take some kind of accountability, which he uh, actually did a little bit of uh, following the game on Thursday night. But, um, I mean, the the Jets have put him in a bad position uh, from the jump when they drafted him. But it's still, I mean, when it comes to your play, your actions, it's still on you. It's your accountability. So that there is a, a partial blame when it comes to Zach Wilson. No, there's yes. no, he's blameless. No, he no, Look, you got to have accountability, brother. Zach, Zach, Zach Wilson's <laughs> sitting on his house this uh, t- tonight. He's gonna tomorrow night, Christmas Eve. He's gonna be sitting on the rooftop waiting for the fat man to come by, and he's gonna flag the fat man down with the reindeer, and he's gonna say, "Yo, fat guy, not my fault. I'm still on the nice list." Why? And the Jets are on the naughty list here because. To me, like, Q, you know me. We've been buddies for a while. Yes. Everybody knows I can't read. So if you put something in front of me and you ask me to read it like a professional on radio, I'm probably going to screw it up. Now, the first time, you might think, oh, that's his fault. After a while, you're like, why do they keep letting him read on radio? He just ain't good at this. Like, it's not, it's not what I'm good at. Like, at some point, it's it's you got to look at the situation. Zach Wilson was never supposed to be the second overall pick in the draft. The Jets screwed this thing up by drafting somebody two overall that never should have been two overall. And because of it, we're heaping on these expectations. Expectations that were never going to be realistic. Zach Wilson is still exactly who he was the whole time. The problem is the Jets were like that girl that thinks that they can date somebody and fix him. You can't fix him. He's still going to be who he is. He's not good enough to play in the NFL, and he never was in the first place. This is not Zach's fault. It's the Jets' fault for heaping this pressure on him and screwing up the draft. Well, look, and I, I can agree with that part about the draft 100%. Obviously, you're a Raider fan. I cover the Raiders here in Vegas as a Raider fan as well, and I know Cleve Farrell was drafted way too high. He was never going to you know, live up to those expectations but at the same time that doesn't mean that you don't have to go out there and put in the work and try to do your best to live up to the expectations there's a lot of guys drafted number one overall that end up being really good that still don't live up to the expectations that that they had when they were drafted their draft status I haven't seen Zach Wilson get better or even look like he's attempting to get better that's where my issue with Zach Wilson comes in again the Jets put the unrealistic expectations you're right but he had a lot of uh, a lot of praise coming out of school and I didn't buy into the hype 
I didn't think he was that good of a quarterback, and I thought he was injury-prone. And so far, that has all been true as well in his NFL career. He's Q Myers. I'm Jason Fitz. We're hanging out with you on Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio. And you need to learn how to read. Eventually, you know, someday. There's never. You can keep up with my attempts to read, by the way, in this time slot with Harry Douglas Fitz and Harry starts January 3rd. You ain't wrong. I do need to learn how to read. But here's the thing, Q. Like, let's say you, you Devin, our producer extraordinaire, uh, by the way, is a really good basketball player. He reminds us of that all the time. Tells us how, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. He, he, I think in sixth grade he was, like, the star basketball team player of his sixth grade team. I don't know. He says he played club ball. None of us can really prove it. But Devin, Devin's a good basketball player, right? So if Devin rolls out the ball with me and says, hey, I, wa- I want you to be on my rec league team at ESPN, I'm going to need to put in a little work, right? But at some point, no matter how much work I put in, I'm just not good, right? Like, right. I think I'm good, and I'll run around. I'm, I'm that guy that you walk into the gym. You know immediately when I walk in the gym somebody's going to, like, look at me and see, oh, He's the effort guy because that's the only thing I can offer is a little bit of effort. Like right. at some point, what if Zach Wilson just like what if he's putting in the the work and he just sucks? Like what if he's just not good enough to be not just one of the top thirty two, but likely one of the top sixty four? He had a great year. He had one of those years at BYU that made everybody look, and he had this great combine, which means nothing towards the way the game is at actually all. played. Right. But then, like, I look at it and say, okay, well, a broken clock's right twice a day. The first time I ever played craps, I won a bunch of money, and I thought that's what happened every time you played craps. <laughs> it turns out I just got lucky. Like, maybe Zach Wilson just got lucky, never should have been drafted second overall, probably shouldn't be a starting quarterback in the NFL. And it's not because he's not trying, and it's not because he doesn't want to be. It's just like, hell, I want to dunk a basketball too, but that ain't happening this year. Right. I mean, that's real. And I mean, we're kind of talking about apples and oranges, you know, when we start talking about, you know, dunking a basketball and something that you physically can't do. I mean, this is something that he can do. He just can't do it at the level that he's expected to do. Again, like you said, drafted too high. That's fine. That is on the Jets. But still, I mean, there's got to be some kind of responsibility on his part as well. You know, I mean, you've got to go out there and, and, and give everything you've got. You've got to go out there and try to improve. I mean, the guy is just now starting to learn about accountability, right? I mean, there's a whole lot of things. He's kind of – he doesn't have a good leadership skills. I mean, there's a lot of that. And, and look, that goes back to your point about it's on the Jets because they should have known that before they drafted him. But they gave the kid a shot. It's not working out. He's not going to be a starter in the league, at least with the Jets next year. And I don't know if he'll ever be a starter in the league again. He most likely will be a backup at best. Okay, so Q, do you watch a lot of The Office? I don't watch anything. Okay, I watch sports. <laughs> I watch sports that, that I work. Okay, that is that is a fair point. That's why I love my guy Q. He's being honest with you. Talk about like a guy that's always uh, putting in the work. So, uh, The Office. There was an episode of The Office where Michael Scott, uh, Steve Carell. Uh, decided that the uh, the office supply store clerks were going to the salespeople were going to play the warehouse in a basketball game, and every time Michael Scott got the ball, he threw it in that weird like granny overhead shot way that didn't come anywhere near the basket, right? Like and it just was, and every time he looked around, everybody's like, "My bad, those usually fall." We all have that buddy that you've played with at some point that's like, my bad. Like, yeah. no, it's just not there today. That's right. what I felt like I was watching last night with Zach Wilson. And the whole time I actually found myself feeling bad for him because I, I, I think Zach Wilson is simply incapable of being good. And, and if that's the case, if he's simply incapable of being a good quarterback in the NFL, then at some point the Jets are the ones that have to look in the mirror and say, 
how the hell did we draft that guy? Like, one of two things happened here. Either Zach Wilson is the best salesperson in history and convinced an entire organization that he could play, that the combine mattered more than what we saw on film, and that he could be the guy from the team interviews and all the times he was in their facility. Either he is an award-winning, worthy actor, or the Jets just massively screwed this up. And I'm just going to look at the latter of those as being way more likely. Like, the Jets just absolutely, like, Santa should give the Jets a lump of coal and say, learn how to use the second overall pick because you screwed this one up. Yeah, and that's that happens, right? I mean, we all know that the draft is a crapshoot. I mean, we could go all the way back to Jamarcus Russell no, with I the Raiders. It. I knew right? you, I knew you were going to do that to me. I it mean, it's too early. I'm I mean. just saying it's 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 reality, right? <laughs> I mean, you you fall in love with uh, you know something that you see on the showroom floor, and you think that it's going to be the end all be all, and it's not, right? And so again, there's 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 shared responsibility in this, but again, I go back to the player and accountability. They've got to be that person. And the one thing that stands out to me, Jason, is that. I don't believe the players in the locker room believe in this guy. So they're not even going to go play for him. The Jets have a really good defense. And you know who didn't really show up on Thursday Night Football? The defense. They started Amen. the game. They Amen. started the defense really good. Quentin Williams caused a fumble immediately. And then all of a sudden it went to hell. And you know why it went to hell? Because they were like, this guy can't do anything offensively. This is a, this is a wrap. We're done. Yeah, but I still had Jets fans up on my mentees for the last two weeks telling me it's a Super Bowl caliber defense. When you got, If you're going to try and sell me that right. it's a defense that could be like the Ravens were back in the day, that defense looked at Trent Dilfer and said, well, man, we know you're no good, but you know what? We ain't going to let you lose those football games, right? Like, right. Uh, they, he didn't lose the locker room. Dilfer didn't lose the locker room like Zach Wilson did. Zach Wilson has lost the locker room. That's why he has to go somewhere and press re- Reset. Yeah, well, and, and I mean, we'll get into that uh, over the course of the show because I'm not sure what that reset looks like. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776 is how you can be a part of Barton Han Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Again, 888-729-3776. If you have one of those little touchstone phones with the letters, it's just say ESPN. ESPN Nation <laughs> is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. This is what Robert Sala had to say today about everybody needing to band together in kumbaya around one Zach Wilson. Confidence is a big deal. It's confidence for coaching, confidence for players, confidence uh, in our, in our, in, in your own individual self. But, uh, um, you know, I do know that he, he works his tail off and, um, and, and I'm with you. It's a, uh, it's a tough thing to try to overcome, but, but, um, it doesn't take much to flip confidence. Um, he just needs to get on a little run. Just a couple of things happen, go his way. And felt like that was happening in the first half of the Detroit game where he he had a really nice first half. Uh, guys were, there was a lot of confidence, finished the half strong in a two minute drive with a goal ball on a back shoulder on a, uh, or a, a scout on the, uh, uh, the two man. But, uh, um, we, we've got to help them. We're not going to quit on them. Uh, we've got to do our best. And that's for every player in our locker room. We, we, you know, as long as they're wearing a Jets logo, we're going to pull oh, I'm tired of this. Just, just stop solid. He's just going on and on and on. <laughs> Q, look, look, like confidence, you know, who needs confidence? The guy that doesn't belong in the room. Like I, I'm serious. Like when you think about coming in to, to do what we do, like yeah. we sit in front of a microphone, everybody thinks they could do it. It's a little harder than you think. It's still not as hard as a lot of work. Right. But like the first time people sit at the microphone, sometimes they freeze. The first time you're in a recording studio, sometimes they freeze. That happens. The first yeah. time you're on stage in front of a lot of people, they freeze. But the second time, the third time, the fourth time, nah, man, you get it's comfortable. Got, it's yeah. got to get there. And yeah. if it doesn't get there, then you probably don't belong. If you are so insecure that you have to worry about the fans and the coaches and, and the players 
and everybody around you building you up, then you need that support group in a way that shows that you're not you're not him. Like you are not that guy if you right. need everybody else to build you up like that. You ain't him, no. right? I mean that's that's what the kids say, right? I am him. Well, yeah. he ain't him, and and that's and that's obvious, right? That's that's the obvious that he doesn't have the confidence to be that guy. I I didn't think it was a good landing spot when the Jets drafted him, just because I didn't think that he was that guy to begin with. I mean, I had a lot of doubts, and like you said, one good year in college and a really good pro day or a really good combine. Okay. So what what else? Show me the tape. Show me where this guy has shown in college that he could be a great quarterback in the NFL or at least a franchise guy in the quarterback in the NFL. And I never saw that. So uh, here we go. You know, what do they do next? I don't know. But the Jets do have a good defense. They have a nice nucleus of guys on that team. They've got to have a trigger man. They've got to find that guy. Yeah, well, coaches aren't kept around for good uh, for good defenses. Like, the, the Jets are going to look at this season through a much different lens because of the way it started, depending on how it ends. Jose uh, wants to chime in on this one. You guys can all chime in. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jose in Jersey. Happy holidays, brother. What you got? Thanks for calling us. Happy holidays, fellas. Thanks. Um, listen, I was at the game last night. Mm. I left at halftime. Mm. I was disgusted. But I did notice one thing about Zach Wilson that you guys aren't seeing. Zach Wilson's going to be a star. And Zach Wilson will be a star in the XFL. <laughs> right now, the Rock is seeing that kid with that smile and that potential to sell tickets and, and commercials. He will be the number one star in the XFL, guys. Oh, Jose, that well, is... that that league is doomed. Then, oh, that's my what's, God. if that's what's going to be, if that's going to be your star in the XFL, that league ain't going to be around. Though. Oh man, you know people still watch though. You know Jets fans are still watch just to troll, and Jets haters will watch just to try and troll. Look, Jets man, fans. we're going to have a team here in Vegas. I'm excited about the XFL. Have they still but... figured out where the hell that team is playing in Vegas? They haven't figured it out yet, but okay. I mean, there's a few venues to choose from, sure. Fitz, as you very well know. I'm so we're gonna... we gonna be all right over here, oh, yeah. man. We gonna be all right. I'm a little I'm a little angry, Q, because I've been blatantly shilling the Vipers, the Vegas Vipers of the XFL, by the way, to send me some swag. Like, you know me, I ain't paying You're for it. You're a swag but, guy. Uh, yeah, I want, I want some Vegas swag. Yeah. Nothing. Can't, they're ghosting me. I don't even get a response from the Vegas Vipers. <laughs> like, the Vegas, I'm out here saying, Vegas Vipers, let me let me rip your city. Let me let me, let me me rip your team a little Didn't bit. Didn't you nope. do that with the Aces, too? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, the Aces sent me nothing either. I spent my money on the Aces. They, Aces won a championship, though. You know, I know. I, I, realize, I realize that. You know, uh, that's fine. I mean, I'm the only person on ESPN Radio sitting here talking about the Aces all the time nationally, but... Apparently that didn't get me a free jersey. What the? Okay. Anyway, Q Myers, Jason Fitz. Uh, let's go to to Steve. And oh no, we just lost Steve. Steve, fine. Steve, Merry Christmas to you too. Hanging up on uh, after Devin did all that work. Brian in Illinois, what you got? Thanks for calling the show. All right, Ryan Pace drafted Mitch Trubisky to the Bears after eleven college starts. So when I seen Zach Wilson make <laughs> one throw in gym shorts, I knew Pace was going to draft him. And thank you, Jets. Thank you so much for picking him. So that we could get fields because damn the Bears wanted Zach Wilson. Thank oh. you, thank you, Jet. Look at that. Brian finding a, a positive Christmas spin on that. There you know, you that's a, that Brian, thanks for the call. And by the way, I, I said at the time covering the draft uh, digitally, if you don't watch the draft on our digital platforms, you're gonna spend the next four months hearing me talk about it. We had over ten million people hang out with us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and the ESPN app for the draft last year, as we do every year. And uh, when Justin Fields was drafted, I texted my buddy Sarah Spain. We were doing radio together at the time, and I said, man, congratulations. Like, there, I, I thought Justin Fields uh, had everything you could possibly want to be a star, and I was stunned he didn't go second overall. Now, he hasn't necessarily been a star right. yet, but he hasn't had the opportunity to be. Like, it's not like the Bears have turned around and surrounded him the way they've surrounded uh, Zach Wilson. Like, uh, the Jets have surrounded. They did everything organizationally you're supposed mm-hmm. to do right around their young quarterback. 
No, they have, and he just hasn't developed. And you know that also you got to look at Robert Sala and say, hey, are you the guy that can lead the charge to actually develop a guy no matter who it ends up being, Zach Wilson or someone else? I think he's got the chops to get it done. I like him as a head coach. I like what he brings to the table. But we know Robert Sala's cut from a defensive side of things. So we know that that's where he butters his bread. Is he going to be able to get that quarterback, whoever it is, developed to be able to be the the guy moving forward for the long haul? Because, again, I think they got to go out and get a veteran, but how long is that for? Right at some point, you've got to establish a franchise quarterback for the long haul, and they haven't had one in a very long time with the Jets. He's Q Myers. I'm Jason Fitz. We're in for Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio. Let's go to Dan in Florida and look at the other side of this. We're spending all this time talking about the Jets. J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. What about Dan in Florida? Dan, what you got, man? Duval. Duval. Thank you, Stu. <laughs> I appreciate it. Fitz, I've been listening to you a long time. You know what? You are great. I Thanks, love man. listening to you. You are going to have a great show. And I've got Jacobs and Derek Carr in the semifinals for fantasy this weekend. So we got to do well this weekend, buddy. We just got to. Uh, uh, I'm so excited. Can I just make just one quick point, if I could, please, gentlemen? Robert Sala is a great head coach. He really is. But wouldn't you agree that a Zach Wilson needs a Doug Peterson or an Andy Reid to do well? I mean, hear me out. The Jets have a great defense, but I think that's largely a product of their fantastic head coach, his teams, the, the, the street credit we gave when he was with the 49ers. I think once the Jets get a quarterback whisperer like that, Wilson's going to be better. I'm sorry. It's too early to pass judgment on him. Having said that, I am grateful, grateful for the presence that the Jets gave last night to us, letting him start and letting my defense tear up that offense. Dan, you got to give me a Duval. Let's go. I, I, need, I need it in my veins. Oh, I like that. I can rock is, with that. that, I that can, thanks for the call, Dan. Appreciate you, brother. I can rock with that, Fitz. I, I'm that guy that can. I can run around and stir up the, you know, stir it up and, and just do that all day. I can do that. I, I, mean, I can be that guy throughout the randomly throughout the next few hours of the show. I'm just going to hit you with a Duval. Uh, you're you going to be in the middle of talking. I'm just going to say Duval. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just going to just out of nowhere, man. Just go ahead and put that on the loop. I got you. One of my favorite Harry Douglasisms is it's for the culture. Why is it that when you say Duval, it sounds so much cooler than when I do? I, <laughs> Uh, by the way, Dan in Florida, I feel your pain on that fan. I, and I'm saying feel your pain. I, I don't know. Like, I've got Derek Carr on my fantasy football team. Not to, It's just the way the cookie crumbled on that one. And he ain't getting anywhere near my starting lineup this weekend. I'm just saying. Uh, that's all. We'll talk about JJ, that. though, heavy, yeah. heavy dose, dose of Josh Jacobs. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a, a good thousand one. times out of a thousand. Uh, Craig in Connecticut has a quarterback thought for the Jets that I think a lot of people echo. Craig, thanks for calling Barton Hahn, but we lost him. Craig just dropped off. But, but here's the thing. Now, I'll address this real quick because on our screen it says what you, know, what you guys want to talk about. Uh, Lamar Jackson to the Jets was Craig's uh, question. I got to remind everybody, the, the franchise tag changed in the last collective bargaining agreement. When a quarterback is franchised, it's not like anybody – there used to be a way where you could go out and say, well, they're franchised, but it's not exclusive. Like, there were all these different right. layers. There is nothing anybody can do to sign Lamar Jackson if he is franchised by the Ravens. And there is zero reason in my mind the Ravens would do anything other than franchise Lamar Jackson. So if the thought is that they franchise him and Lamar simply won't show up, that is a game of chicken I think the Ravens would take all the way into the regular season. I think there is 0% chance that Lamar Jackson plays for any team not named the Baltimore Ravens next year. Oh, I agree, but the reason I agree that he won't play for any team but the Baltimore Ravens is because they built their team around him. 
right? He's not just a, your typical drop-back quarterback. The way they've designed that offense, it's different. And a guy like Lamar Jackson has to run that. You can, it can't be like an RG3, Kirk Cousins-type situation, right, where when RG3 went down, Kirk Cousins was able to slide in there and run that offense there in D.C. Instead, this is a specific uh, type of quarterback that has to run this offense. I can't – I mean, I will say that you can still – trade for a guy if he gets franchised you you probably have to give up a boatload whatever is agreed upon but they could make it happen i just don't see it happening if i had to guess with no inside knowledge a trade for lamar jackson would require i'm certain in my mind a pre-negotiated they'd have to go to the agents go to the team get it cleared they would negotiate the longest guaranteed money contract in NFL history, or the Facts. biggest, I should say. Yep. And then if I were to guess, I would think that the price would start at four first-rounders and a couple of second-rounders. Former MVP, young, fully guaranteed, even if it's three first-rounders. He's yeah. not going out for any less than three first-rounders. I think you start at four, like you said, because you always want to aim high and maybe negotiate down a little bit. So then you, you say four first-round picks and maybe a couple – a couple of second round picks and then settle for three. Yeah, I, I think that's the the that's the beginning of what it would take for. A so trade. that's not going to happen, basically. Right. right. <laughs> so just like just like I w- later in the show, we're going to give you some crazy playoff scenarios that could lead to teams somehow sneaking in. Uh, like there are crazy scenarios that could lead to Lamar Jackson, but also like uh, the chances of that are about as good as the chances of me going to, to the gas station today and buying the winning Powerball ticket for however many billions of dollars it is right now. Tune in to football action tomorrow as the Patriots boo, host the Bengals. <laughs> Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. I know the game is going to be spectacular. Speaking of Patriots Bengals, we have a stacked weekend of NFL games that raise particular questions that can mean everything to the the playoffs we'll answer some of those questions next Barton Hahn on ESPN radio Q Myers Jason Fitz in for the guys Bart and Hahn tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts good news ad-free listening is available on Amazon music included with your prime membership Amazon music offers the most ad-free top podcasts enjoy shows like first take part of the interruption and the low post available ad-free and uninterrupted to start listening download the Amazon music app or go to amazon.com slash ESPN pods that's amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Q Myers, Jason Fitz in for the guys. You can hit us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, at Jason Fitz, at your boy Q254. That's how you get to us on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. You can also call 
888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. One caller called in and correctly said, I want to correct it here. I, I mentioned I thought it would take four first-rounders to get Lamar Jackson. There's a limit. You can only trade three future years' worth of first-round picks. You can't trade four years of first-round picks. But I also want to clarify that in a year this year where multiple teams have multiple first-rounders, you can actually trade four first-rounders. You would just have to acquire them in the next three drafts. So, if, for example, if you have two first-rounders this year, one the next year, one the year after, that would still hit the limit of four. Also, even if we get into, as Q mentioned, three first-rounders, then you start asking for a bucket of second-rounders as well. Like, yeah. the, the bigger point is that Lamar Jackson would take a ransom and the highest fully guaranteed contract in NFL history to be going anywhere. Uh, before we get to our next uh, thought here, Jose in Pennsylvania, I know you wanted to chime in on Zach Wilson. We love you guys calling the show, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jose, what you got? Yeah, last night was a nightmare. And uh, I just got to say that we thought this guy was our Superman. It turned out that we didn't read the fine print, and the football field is his kryptonite. I mean, listen, <laughs> wherever this kid decides to go, I hope it goes well for him. But we have a great, great defense, a better offense, and we really can't have an anchor around our neck anymore. It's just too many quarterbacks keeping our heads below water. It's time to get somebody out there. If this franchise has to do a C. Cohen and just release the cracking with the Bucks, let's do it because I am sick and tired of the same old, same old Jets. Our defense is number one. They don't deserve this, and our offense is too ahead of this quarterback capability. But, but Jose, and thanks for the call, man. I really appreciate Fantastic it. Fantastic stuff. I, I know we're going to move on, but I, I got to say this. like The presumption that you can find that quarterback, the difference between baseball and the NFL is that the NFL gives contract options for teams to protect quarterbacks through franchise tags, and that acquiring quarterback talent is incredibly difficult. I would argue that there are six or seven off the top of my head. I don't know which ones, but let's say there's six or seven. Oh my God, we got our guy quarterbacks. The rest of them are some level of pretty good, okay, and suck. Like there's just they're they're so hard. I mean, to the point of like, well, we're gonna go get a quarterback. Cool. Who are you gonna get? that is going to be so much better that you've got it figured out. Because right now, where the Jets are picking in the draft, they would be next year picking the fourth best quarterback available. Likely, as I've said a hundred times the last three days, Anthony Richardson on most mocks right now, Q, is the fourth best quarterback out of Florida. You want Zach Wilson or Anthony Richardson? I'm not sure that's an upgrade. Like, It's not like you can just go to the store and be like, I don't like this ham, I'm going to go get a turkey. Like, It's not that easy. No, you know, the thing about it is, and I think I have the solution for the Jets because, they, again, they're, they're not going to go dip into the draft immediately and get their next guy. I think that they go make the move in the offseason for Jimmy G. He has the San Francisco ties. Robert Sala is very comfortable with him. He's a veteran that can win you games. He's a lot better than Zach Wilson is right now. And then you try your hand in the draft, but you don't have a guy that you have to press into action immediately, right? Because Jimmy G won't be a long-term solution either. He'll be Mr. Right. Not necessarily, or he'll be Mr. Right now, not necessarily Mr. Right for the long term. That's the that's the best that they could do, in my opinion, right now, immediately, while they still have, like Jose said, that really good defense. Because they do have a very young and talented defense led by Quentin Williams, led by Sauce Gardner, and many others. They have something cooking on the other side of the ball. So according to a quick look here at spot tracks, now remembering, all of this could change by contracts and franchising. Right. Right now, the top quarterback that will be available next year, according to the most metrics, is Tom Brady. Tom Brady could go sign anywhere. So maybe you take a one-year flyer on Brady if you think he wants to come play for the Jets. That that if he he's going to go wherever he thinks he can win a Super Bowl. If that's where he thinks he can win, maybe that's your answer. I'm passing on Tom Brady if I'm the Jets. I'm just 
just throwing that out there. Okay, the next list, next name on their list, Baker Mayfield. Nope. Sam Passing. Darnold. Nope. All right, Teddy uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Nope. All right, Jimmy G, who there you mentioned. But Jimmy G's going to have a wild number of suitors because the next uh, name on that list, Daniel Jones, who we don't know what the Giants are going to do. Right. I, I doubt the Giants are going to let him go. Case Keenum? Nope. I mean, Geno Smith, who the, nope. the Seahawks will probably end up keeping? Like, Wouldn't that be something, though? Geno returns to the Jets? Geno and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like, everybody sits here and says, this guy's a bum. Go get somebody. The, like, right. I, I spent a lot of time in New York as a kid. You all know that. Like, uh, I was lucky enough to go to Juilliard as a kid. Humble brag. Uh, like, you, if you don't like the pizza, you can go a mile down the road and you can get better pizza. That's the great thing about New York. There's pizza everywhere. You don't like this pizza, go get another. I, I live in Connecticut now. Like, the pizza here is amazing. You don't like the pizza, you go 20 minutes down the road, you get different pizza. All right. When you're living in Nashville, like, the pizza's not what that place is known for. You can't just turn around and be like, well, this pizza sucks. I'm going to go get pizza. Like, like, good pizza in Nashville is usually like Domino's, right? Domino's up here are going to get you, like, fired because everybody wants to go with the local place, right? Nothing against Domino's. Absolutely love them. But you see what I'm saying, Q? Like, you can't just go in and be like, oh, I want a different quarterback this year. So here's my piece of pizza I'm going to go with. Like, there are not great options available. I think Jimmy G is the best option, again, and I think that it would work for him as well. I mean, think about it. He's going to have suitors, but the best option for him is somewhere where he's familiar. There's plenty of San Francisco ties there in New York with the Jets. And, a guy, again, the guy can win you games. He's not going to kill you. I mean, look, I mean, he helped keep San Francisco afloat. Now, of course, they have that defense in that run game, and so Brock Purdy's getting it done as well. But I think that that familiarity will help him and the Jets. Yeah, I, I, I think I – think- Every team right now that is deficient at quarterback is just going to remain deficient unless you're picking in the top three of the draft. Your only shot. But that's year, not guaranteed. Right. I know. But that, at least that's Zach your hope. Zach Wilson was top three. And look how that worked I, out. Uh, that's your only hope, though. Like, like your, your only hope going. If you are quarterback deficient, you got C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young that you can at least sell to fans. Hey, let's take a chance on this. And like right. I said earlier, somebody's going to take Will Levis. Like, let's take a yeah. chance. But, you know, I, I, th- there's just not. It's just, it's just not there. Like, I understand that because of my Raiders fandom, I'm used to seeing such bad quarterback play for the majority of my life other than Rich Gannon and I would argue Derek Carr. I've seen mostly bad quarterback play, so it makes me risk-averse at the position. I think people are just forgetting how many quarterbacks suck. Jason in Arkansas, thanks for calling the show, man. What you got? Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. First-time caller. Um, Hey, it's a couple questions. Uh, Well, one, I think it is time for us to move on from Zach Wilson, not not just for the sake of the organization but also the sake of uh for him uh you know constantly getting booed at the stadium so i think it's just time for uh you know new environment for both parties involved but uh just talk about the free agents uh quarterbacks on the market i mean is there any in particular that could actually be signed and come and help the team win and uh second question you know if the kids come out of uh college I i don't hear a whole lot of talk about uh, Stenson Bennett, I believe is his name out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched him play. I think he's got some skill set. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? Um, thanks for the call, uh, Jason. A couple of things. Brady is the biggest name available, like I said earlier. After Brady, then you have Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy G, Teddy Bridgewater, currently Daniel Jones, depending on what the Giants do. That's the list that most people have as your top uh, free Jimmy agents. Jimmy G's your uh, guy, by the way. Jimmy G's your guy. Jimmy G's your guy out of that list, no doubt. And there are a lot of people that think the Raiders may choose to move on from Derek Carr this year, so you could have somebody in a trade like that. There are Those are your best uh, scenarios, although will Derek Carr, if he's going to upend everything, want to go to New York to play in a high-pressure market in the cold, too? Uh, there are a million questions. When it comes to Stetson Bennett, um, Stetson Bennett on most draft boards is looking to be in a fourth or fifth round 
uh, pick. The, the 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 Georgia Bulldogs are a spectacular football team this year. I cover college football for ESPN. I've watched every snap of every one of their games this year. Stetson Bennett has had a very good year and deserved to be at the Heisman ceremony simply because he is the quarterback of the undefeated Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, is Stetson Bennett a pro quarterback? Not. Not from any any estimation from anybody I've talked to. Like he's he's late to throw the football. He's uh, he relies on athleticism to help him while guys get open. He doesn't necessarily anticipate openings, and he doesn't have the greatest arm strength. Like the, the, that's the not not just from you know skinny former right. fiddle player that sits there and covers college football. That's the book from the analysts I've talked to. So Stetson Bennett makes a great story. I just don't know that he makes a great quarterback. You and that's the thing about it. Every quarterback that does well in college is not going to translate to the NFL, and I think he just happens to be one of them, and that's okay. It's okay to be a really good college quarterback, go win a couple national championships and have a hell of a story and then end up not being a good NFL quarterback or maybe end up being a career backup at best. That's what I look at for him. But, uh, you know, and the, the thing that Jason said is that he's got some skill. Some skill is not what the Jets are looking for. They're looking for a very skilled quarterback. And that's why I think a veteran move right away to kind of stabilize that position. And then you can worry about the draft and you can worry about going and getting a young dude that could be your franchise for the long, the long haul. No, there's going to be a bidding war for Jimmy G. Just let that soak in. There's going to be a bidding war. Hey, man, go pull that money out then if you're the Jets, man. Go on to the ATM, make your your withdrawal, and do what you got to do. A bidding war for Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) Triple eight, say ESPN, (laughs) 888-729-3776. A bunch of you guys are hanging on. We are not going to stop the Zach Wilson conversation. We'll let you guys get it off your chest. Plus, I promise you, a bunch of playoff caliber action this weekend that will impact the rest of the season and next season, and it starts this weekend. We'll answer some of the top questions from the top games next. Bart and Han on ESPN Radio. Q Myers, Jason Fitz, in for the guys. Bart and Han. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Spartan Han on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. It should be noted, I'm not sure. We both have great names for this. I just don't know, Q, which one of our names fits more into the word Christmas. Is it Mary Fitzmas, which, by the way, works very well. But also, Mary Myersmas, Q Myers, like no, Myersmas? No, just say Merry Christmas. Just, just replace the C-H with a Q. Oh, well, cr- cr- okay, that, that wins. Golly. Hey, man, look, no, that's I mean, what I'm saying. It's it's universal, right? I'm just, you know, that's just. But I, I do like Mary Fitzmas better, though. I, I don't know. I mean. I, I'll give you that. Okay, well, you know. I, I'm but gonna... that's only because you're my homeboy, and I don't mind, give, you know, I mind, you know, breaking bread and, and, and you know, hanging out with you. <laughs> 
You guys can hang out with us. Triple eight, say ESPN, eight, 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 seven, two, nine, three, seven, seven, six. I promise we'll get to all of it. Like y'all have stacked the phone lines. Everybody's on hold. We will get to everybody's thoughts on Zach Wilson, because I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of you are really wrong. So we're going to get your thoughts on it. But uh, first, before we get back to calls, uh, let's get Devin worked in here. Got some top questions from top games. We got a big stacked weekend. So Devin, you throw out the, 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 or we're going to throw out the game. Devin will give us a question. Everybody ready for this? Let's go with the first game. Packers at Dolphins. All right, question in this game, Fitz and Q. Will the Packers keep their playoff hopes alive? And obviously part of that is they need to win out. So that's where this question stems from. Fitz? Uh, so because I can't have nice things, no. I need the Packers to win this game because as a Raiders fan, the only shot I have at making the playoffs includes either the Dolphins or Chargers losing two of their next three. This would be one of those losses I would like the Miami Dolphins to take. Unfortunately, I think the Packers are essentially a heaping helping of hot garbage, and uh, they are going to get absolutely boat raced by the Dolphins. So uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be throwing his hands up in the air. He's going to be mad at his receivers. Everybody's going to be reminded that the Dolphins didn't do anything other than beat a team in the Rams, and uh, the Dolphins are going to win this football game. Q, tell me I'm wrong. I, w- I need your hope. I, I'm sorry. I don't like to lie to my friends, so I'm not going to do that. I don't see the Packers winning this game. I think that their playoff hopes die on uh, on this during this game because Miami, Miami, even though they lost to Buffalo, I was actually encouraged by what I saw. And I don't, I'm not one for moral victories, but they went the way they went out there with a the game plan to play in those kind of elements when everyone said that they couldn't and really gave it to the Buffalo Bills and just barely lost at the end. I think that they're they're trending in the right direction uh, after losing a few games in a row. I think that the, the Dolphins will get this win over Green Bay. Bengals at Patriots. All right, Fitz. Are the Bengals the top team in the AFC? There's nobody that scares me more. I mean, that that's just simple. Like, Patrick Mahomes is the scariest player in the NFL, but Joe Burrow is a close second. And those weapons, best wide receiver core in the entire NFL, the offensive line that they spent so much money on has gelled together as the year's gone on. And by the way, we don't talk about their defense, and they got a bunch of playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. There is no team in the entire NFL I'd be more scared to face right now on any given Sunday than the Bengals. So, yes, they are, I think, clearly the top team in the AFCQ. It's hard for me to say they're the, at the tip of the top. You know, I think that they're in the top three, and I think that we already know what those teams are, the Chiefs, the, the Bills, and the Bengals, and I don't really care what order you put them in. They're up there. Uh, but they are one of the hottest teams, and i got to give Joe Burrow a lot of credit. When he didn't have his main guy, Jamar Chase, he was still able to keep that team afloat and help them win a bunch of games. So they're right up there, but I feel like you know how the NFL is, man. Any of those days, the Chiefs or the Bills or the Bengals could be the best team in the AFC. Eagles at Cowboys. So a little bit of a cop out there. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Fitz and Q. Do the Cowboys have the most pressure on them of any team in the NFL? Fitz, you're first. No, I think the Bills do. You can't you can't continually get to the playoffs and find a way to lose. Like maybe this weekend you could argue there's some pressure, but yeah. I, I I don't know, man. Like I think the Cowboys are also a four loss team that's headed into the playoffs. So like I think we've we've oversold the death of the Cowboys in general. I also am not sure that they feel any of that pressure from listening to us talk. So I, I think the Bills week in and week out are under more pressure because we know they're in their window and we have expectations. I think the Cowboys are the most pressured team this weekend okay. because they're supposed to win that game against the Philadelphia Eagles and Gardner Minshew. Right when okay, the Cowboys went fair. to Philadelphia, they had Cooper Rush as their quarterback. Philly won that game because they're supposed to. Well, the the Cowboys should return the favor and beat Gardner Minshew because they need to. If they don't, then it's going to be like, well, what in the world is wrong with the Cowboys? What is really going on? And I'll say this: when it comes to the Cowboys, I don't think that they're as good 
as even their record looks right now because I don't think Kellen Moore can get out of his own way. I think he gets too creative, too freaky in the kitchen with Dak where he needs to just stick to the recipe, right? You, you cook sometimes. You're in the kitchen. You know how you put stuff together. Well, Kellen Moore is like, hey, this recipe look, works really well, but let me add something. I don't know what it's going to do, but I'm going to add it anyway and, and hope for the best, and it usually doesn't turn out the best. So I think that Kellen Moore sets the Cowboys up for failure at times. Let's get one more. Giants and Vikings. All right, so this question presumes you don't think the Vikings are contenders, so I'll just throw that out there right away. <laughs> what will the Vikings or what can the Vikings do down the stretch of the season is to prove they are contenders, Fitz? Uh, just keep controlling football games. I, I think, again, the death of the Vikings is overrated. Are they good? No. But are they winning all these close games? Yeah, that counts for me, Q. I think they just need to play better defense. Their defense oh. is what's going to be their death nail. And so that's that's why I'm not believing in them right now. They need to play better D. All right. We're going to take more of your calls. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Plus, I understand the demise of Zach Wilson has everybody hating on the player. But if you ask me, it's all the team's fault. I'll tell you why. And we'll ask one of my favorite experts if I've lost my mind. We'll do it next. Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio. Uh, Q Myers, Jason Fitz, hanging in for the guys. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Podcast. You can listen live to Barton Hahn weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio or stream the video of the show on ESPN+. Bart and Hahn, the podcast.